0: NFL Daily today discussing which team is going to have the best defense in 2022. So let's get into it, Sam. Let's predict who is going to have the best defense this year by whatever metric you want to use. Okay, Um,
1: I got a few contenders. I have three teams that are in the NFC and one team in the AFC. Um, We've talked about them a lot so far this offseason, but let's start off with the Green Bay Packers because a lot of the discussion this offseason has been the Packers might have the best defense that Aaron Rodgers has ever played with. It might be the best unit that's been opposite him through his entire time in Green Bay. And I think there's something to it. Um, When you look at the players that they kind of blooded last season or that they got real development from, guys like Rashawn Gary as their elite number one pass rusher, guys like Eric Stokes, their rookie corner, who ended up playing, you know, the entire season basically and and looking like a pretty good player going forward. They got a career year out of Razul Douglas who who comes back. And of course they get Guys like Jair Jair Alexander back, who was maybe the best, you know, corner in the NFL the season before, the last time we saw him. So I think Green Bay might have the best secondary in the NFL. They've got an elite pass rusher in Gary. They added players, Devontae Wyatt, you know, up front to that defensive line that already had Kenny Clark. That defense could absolutely be legit.
0: Yeah, I think I think this really might be the best defense that Rodgers has had, especially since 2010. You laid out all of the, the players that they have. I, when I'm looking at a team, I generally start on the back end and look at defensive backs, and I think th- they're rolling three deep, potentially at cornerback, especially if Rasul Douglas does replicate last year's season. So I like the Packers as a team very much in the mix. I'm going to throw, I'll throw out a team, which I'm I'm sure you, you must have the Rams on your list, right? Nope no rams on the list no how are you such a rams hater the defending super bowl champions uh last year they were eighth in epa per play allowed and the year before they were number one so they absolutely could be very much back in the mix to have the best defense in the league of course it all starts with aaron donald jalen ramsey when we talk about teams that have the most valuable non-quarterbacks using pff war That's it. Aaron Donald Jalen Ramsey, two of the three most valuable non quarterbacks in the league last year. Then they had Bobby Wagner to the middle. So yes, you're losing Von Miller who they had down the stretch, but they have never had a linebacker in recent Rams history quite like Bobby Wagner, even as he gets older. I think this defense is going to be just as good as it's been in recent years. And they've got the star power to be the best defense in the league. Like, that's one
1: of the fun or interesting parts about this whole discussion is what do you measure it by? Because, you know, do you go EPA per play? Do you go points? Do you go yards? Like, what is your measure for being the best defense in the NFL? Because I would imagine if you asked people who the best defense in the league was last year, you wouldn't get many people saying Buffalo. And yet the Bills had the number one defense in the NFL in terms of EPA per play, you know, expected points added per play kind of the nerd's measure of who was the best, right? So the the Bills' defense was technically the best defense in the league last year, and they added real players to defense this offseason. They bring in uh, defensive linemen and try and shore up the run defense a little bit, guys like Tim Settle on the interior. They bring in Von Miller, obviously was was the big splash play that they made in free agency and also Kair Elam, the the cornerback, who has a chance to step in and upgrade the number two corner spot opposite Tredavious White and replace Levi Wallace and maybe give them a, a better player there than they've had the last couple of years. So the Bills, you know, maybe if you use a different measure, they wouldn't be your number one defense, but they were a good defense last year, and they've added reinforcements to multiple different spots, and that's not even thinking about the idea that guys like, you know, Gregory Rousseau, their, their top pick from a year ago, takes a, a significant step forward in his second season.
0: So I think EPA per play, expected points added, is a very good measure of play. But even when you use it, and yeah, the Bills were number one in the regular season, number two if you include the playoffs because that Chiefs game was rough, you do have to remember that the Bills played against the Patriots in the crazy windstorm where they only had to face three passes. They played the Houston Texans and Davis mills in a rainstorm. Um, I do think that the elements matter quite a bit when you're evaluating both quarterback play, but also defenses. So maybe the bills were aided a little bit in that regard, which brings me to the saints because the saints were number one in EPA per play. When you do include the playoffs, of course they weren't in the playoffs. Uh, we mentioned on the, the main PFF NFL podcast, as we previewed the South divisions the Saints have that defense that under Dennis Allen can just play lockdown in in any given week, sometimes against the Bucs. Marshawn Lattimore has number one cornerback potential and just production over the last couple of years. Paul Sinadabo opposite him at corner. They get the big, long defensive ends. You got Marcus Davenport and Cameron Jordan, a solid linebacking core. Tyron Matthew comes in to that secondary. So the Saints putting up that production last year in a dome I think is the really impressive part. So the saints are an underrated defense and they're going to look different, different types of players, but still same quality of players as they had a year ago.
1: Yeah. The saints were one of the four teams I had written down. They're another team where I think the, the performance of maybe their number two corner could be huge. Um, You know, Paulson Debo looks like he's going to be the guy opposite uh, Marshawn Lattimore. And Paulson Debo has been one of the guys. We talked yesterday about uh, training camp hype and, and who's getting all the buzz. Paulson Adebo is getting a ton of training camp buzz. We didn't cover him on that show. But if he's able to step up and be like a true impact starting caliber corner, Obviously, Lattimore is the guy that's still going to get the, the number one treatment and get the toughest assignments, which makes Debo's responsibility and job a little bit easier. And if he's able to be like a true starting caliber corner, that makes a defense so difficult to stop. When you've got two guys that are high-level cornerbacks and, and top-tier coverage players, in addition to the coverage guys they have at safety and you know in the slot as well— That's such a group that makes passing against them extremely difficult. Then you factor in what that does to the pass rush up front, which is already good in its own right. You're right. The the Saints absolutely have the pieces in place for this to be a very good defense top to bottom. All right. Who's your other team that
0: you have on your list here, Sam?
1: The other team I had on my list is the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're the one that probably takes the most kind of projection relative to a year ago. But I think there's logic there. I think there's reasons to think that this might happen. And when you consider, look, Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs last season had maybe the greatest defense in college football history. And the Eagles drafted a couple of players off that defense. So I would imagine that's a pretty good starting point. You bring in Jordan Davis, who is this absolute freak of nature in terms of size and speed and athleticism and what he can do. There was that video of him absolutely manhandling um, their second round, Cam pick, their... Yeah,
0: you got suckered in. I was gonna ask if you got suckered in by the training camp video, the bull rush against Cam Jurgens, the second round center.
1: Well, forget that video. The point is, it's just showing that he's still able to do that in, in the NFL. In addition to being yep. able to do it in college, like th- he has that ability that makes him impossible to block, right? And that I think is the bottom line with Jordan Davis is that even three hundred pound, you know, high level offensive lineman cannot stop that guy like Jurgen threw on the anchors three or four times and then just, still couldn't do anything just went back and back and back if Jordan Davis plays to his potential in his rookie season he is a dominant defensive lineman I still have high hopes for Nicobe Dean given he was the best graded player on that Georgia defense if he gets into the starting lineup if he's you know if the stuff you've heard about him in terms of um how sharp he is mentally That'll let him kind of shortcut the the growing pains that off the ball linebackers tend to get these days. And then really underrated addition, they snag James Bradbury for, you know, just money, like almost nothing when they when the Giants had to cut him for salary cap reasons. The Eagles bring him in. And again, two high level corners. All of a sudden you have Darius Slate and James Bradbury uh in a secondary. And like again, that's just that's making a defense very difficult to beat.
0: Yeah, I really, I don't mind the Eagles as a, as a long shot pick. They got to play a lot better than they did last year. As far as their soft zone coverages, they were giving it up early in the season, got better a little bit down the stretch. I love those additions. I can't wait to see what Jordan Davis does actually bring to the table, but the, they might still be a year away there though, Sam, you know, cause it's tough to rely on Jordan Davis having that big of an impact right now as a rookie. Uh, For whatever reason, the 49ers are getting a ton of hype. I'm not ready to completely buy in, but I know 49ers fans have been hearing the reports from camp and this defense looks legit. I do like Traverius Ward playing corner and coming in and I think they're better. They're just a weird team that the stats weren't great last year, including EPA, including the worst deep passing team, but from a defense standpoint. But then they'd have these games where they'd shut down the Packers or they'd step up against the Cowboys. It could be one of those years where some of those Small sample size games get extended out and the Niners take a big step forward this year. Maybe not the best, but just a team to watch as a, another sleeper since you added the Eagles to the mix here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's talent there in the 49 I know Richard Sherman has been talking up their group of cornerbacks a lot over the course of the offseason. So they're another team with some pieces in place for them to be a, a good defense. But they, they'd be a little outside of those top uh, favorites, I guess, in my eyes.
0: All right, final pick. Who is do, do you have one team you just want to make a prediction?
1: Uh, If I'm going to go for one of the four, I would, I'd go for Buffalo. I think given the additions they made and where they were a year ago, I think they're they're good to kind of offset the the
0: inflation
1: that was given them from the weather and, and those kinds of games last year.
0: All right, well, I'll go with the Rams, another team even in the Dome, and that's Rams-Bills. It's opening night, NBC. The boss is on the call. How about that? I'll take the Rams. You'll take the Bills. Who's going to have the best defense in the league this year? BFF, NFL Daily.